What's up, crew? My name is Kelsey Zudeme, and welcome to The Real is Empowering Podcast. Through creating a healthy lifestyle as well as being an entrepreneur, I knew that I could not be in this journey alone. So I wanted to create a podcast that interviewed other real people who are going through an entrepreneurship journey as well as creating a healthy lifestyle and what that means and looks like to them. Through this podcast, I hope to be real as well as empower you on your journey. If you find anything that is beneficial during this podcast, please press share and subscribe. It means a lot to me as I'm just starting out on this platform. Remember, real is empowering. Dante Harris is a Cleveland, Ohio native living in sunny Miami, Florida. Dante is a licensed insurance agent at JAG Insurance Groups, instructs boot camp classes at Barry's, and serves at VU Church on youth ministry team. Three words friends would use to describe Dante in his own words are incredibly joyful and hilarious. He clearly wrote this. Dante is passionate about helping people achieve their desired goals with a smile on their face. Tough times don't last, tough people do, and I get by with a little help from my friends. He believes that life is better in community and that no one should walk through life alone. He is constantly working to better himself mentally, physically, and spiritually. He's also really, really good looking on the inside and out. He has a sense of humor that someone would pay for. So this is Dante. I'm so excited to have you on today. It's kind of weird how we got connected, but nonetheless, we have gotten connected, and I'm so excited you took time to be here today. So thank you. No, thank you. Uh, it's an honor and, and a privilege to be here. Shout out to my cousin Jordan. Um, I just love, I love how the world just intertwines. And uh, this is definitely one of those, one of those intertwined, inter- intertwindles. Yeah, sure. That works. Another word. We'll another call it a word. connection. Yeah. Just, just to try and sound just simple. We'll call it a connection. Yeah, we don't need those fancy terms. We just keep it simple and real here, so... <laughs> Not trying to impress anybody. <laughs> right. Intertwindle? What is that? Hey, maybe I'm going to look it up afterwards and see if it's a word. Intertwindle. Sounds legit. That. Sounds legit. But I'm so, yeah, I'm so excited to have you. And we're just going to jump into it. And how about you let us know what you do for a living? So for a living, I am an insurance agent uh, by day. And then by night, a.k.a. before the sun comes up and after the sun goes down, uh, if you guys didn't know what night was, I am a various, various, various fitness instructor. So I teach boot camps uh, with various boot camp. And, uh, and then I also, you know, I'm moonlight as a hairdresser. Oh, no, no. So yeah, I'm an insurance agent. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't know these things. <laughs> uh, insurance agent and fitness instructor. Okay. And... It's interesting because I guess through your Instagram, I just pictured you as a fitness instructor because you always, if you guys want some accountability check, like go follow him because he posts every day what he's doing on his story and he has like the best motivational speeches like to get you through and like all this stuff. But when you told me like that you're an insurance agent, I was like, what? Like your whole page just screams fitness you know what I mean yes yeah. I think is so cool so did you go to school to become an insurance agent or like what does your journey look like and then kind of go into you have that and then 
what is the tie with fitness for you? Why you continue to do that as kind of a second job? Yeah, so um, my journey started back in 1986 when Norman and uh, Felicia met under a sycamore tree. And um, I don't know where they met, honestly. I think it, was, it probably was a bowling alley. But um, <laughs> I was originally from Ohio. It's <laughs> neither here nor there. Um, yeah, I'm from Ohio. And I went to school at Bowling Green State University. I majored in marketing. And I got my bachelor's degree in uh, business administration with a specialization in marketing. And uh, from there, I went into property management. And I was a property manager. I was an area manager, regional manager, all the way up to a director of an entire portfolio for a company back here in Miami. It uh, allowed me to move around a lot. So I went from Ohio to Texas, from Texas to Florida, from Florida to Virginia, from Virginia back down to Florida. And here I am now in Miami. And um, after doing that for, I want to say, like 12 years, um, parted ways with the company that I was working for and got into fitness and i've always loved working out i've always loved athletics and competition and it's honestly something that has always been a part of my life since i was two years old and it's it's just something i love to do and so i started i went i went into fitness and i was a full-time trainer for about eight months and then i i, I pivoted and i said you know I don't want to just make. I don't want to just have one source of income. I want to make sure that I am um, bringing in multiple streams of income, and I want to work at doing something. And with with insurance, um, it's beautiful because what a lot of people don't realize is it's residual income. Mm-hmm. And so, as you build a book of business as an agent, not only are you looking at you know a new business, but you also have a renewal business that's coming around. And uh, it's really about just building relationships and. Right now, I'm working to bridge the gap that I, with the network that I created in property management and the network that I have in fitness, uh, now trying to bring in insurance. And so if anyone has any kind of insurance needs, I mean, obviously, small businesses, homeowners, everyone drives cars down here in Miami. So um, really just trying to find my niche or niche, as people call it, mm-hmm. and make sure that I'm, I'm a well-rounded guy. Um, and then building relationships. Really and truly, it's just about building relationships. How many relationships can I build and cultivate and maintain in life, basically? Yes. Love the networking aspect. A lot of people have a bad connotation with the word networking because, I don't know, we as a society have put a bad connotation on it. But really, when you think about it, our day-to-day life is all about networking, you know? So Yeah. And I think, I mean... Even us connecting through someone else, that's networking. You know what I mean? So it's really not as bad as people make it out to be. But what do your, like, weeks look like then? So as an agent, are you kind of independent agent? So you are able to make your own schedule? Or is it kind of like grind time all the time where you're like, okay, I have this 9-to-5 job. And then, you know, in the morning as I'm doing these workout sessions and then after work I'm doing these workout sessions like what does that look mm-hmm. like for you so um, I'm very very detailed and I love that you asked me about my schedule because I make it I on Monday I made my schedule for the month of May and uh, it's wow. literally every day for the entire month I know exactly where I'll be and it has a nice rhythm to it so it, it kind of makes it easy but 
Um, it's something that I've worked on for probably about a year and a half, two years now, just making sure that um, I, I know where I'm supposed to be so I know what I'm supposed to be doing so that I don't have any idle time or any, any time to get bored. Because when you make when you get bored, you do dumb stuff. And so, <laughs> so if I always have something to do, and it's and it's not like I'm just so systematic and so regimented. Um, I like I build in like hangout times with my girlfriend, dinners with my girlfriend, hangouts with my boys. Um, like yesterday, I went paddleboarding, and then as soon as I finished paddleboarding, I had to jump on a Zoom call. And it's it's like I made time to catch the sunset, but at the same time, I'm still taking care of the things that I need to take care of and my responsibilities. And so um, Sundays, church all day. That's my thing. Uh, I'm there. I serve in the kids ministry at Boo Church. Shout out to Boo in Miami. And uh, uh, yeah, man, just strengthening myself spiritually and getting myself filled up for the next day. Um, I, I like how a lot of a lot of people say like, oh, I go to church to get my get it in for the week. I'm like, ah, oh, man, I need God every day. So uh, I get I get filled up on Sunday for Monday, and then um, I, I spend I spend time with the Lord on Monday for Tuesday. So that uh, it's just a it's a part of my life and it's a part of my ebb and weave. And um, so then that's Sunday, right? All day church, um, whether I'm sitting service, serving. Then on Mondays, start the day early, four forty-five. We wake up, we spend some time with God. Um, 5.30, I'm out the door. 6.15, I'm teaching a class. 7.15, I'm leaving that class, headed to the office so I can do my insurance do insurance thing. From about 8.30 until typically 5, 5.30, maybe a little bit later sometimes, I'll be in the office. And then um, uh, I typically work out at 5.50. At 6.50, class ends. 7.30, I'm out the door back home, preparing for the next day, um, you know, just either reading, catching up with friends, talking, having, hanging out, whatever it is that I'm doing that day. And so that's kind of how it goes. And then sometimes you'll sprinkle in like a Bible study, you'll sprinkle in a hangout. Um, but I, I want to make sure that my days have a rhythm. And then like, I'm, I, don't, I guess it's kind of sometimes bad to not really build in time to like, just like do whatever but that's what Saturdays are for <laughs> so they're not for the boys is this confirmation for all the females out there that or... is false uh yeah <laughs> it's for the boys for sure but um it's also for Netflix and sleeping in mm-hmm. and the beach oh the, I can't wait for the beaches to open back up mm-hmm. yep I know you in Miami like I bet it's such a miss like you guys were missing that so much uh people in michigan where i'm from they're like yeah. well this is nothing new and then now i'm in north carolina and now i'm like oh my gosh i actually have this option and now i miss it and yeah. yeah yeah but i think that that's so important because as i'm sitting here listening to you i'm like holy cow because i don't necessarily operate like that i'm trying to get yeah. to that point where i'm more scheduled and laid out and stuff like that but i'll email you my itinerary you what i'll email you my itinerary that's see that's what i need like to look at something and see it because that's amazing like the way that you're able to schedule and stuff like that and i was gonna ask you okay so that's great everything like that but when does the kind of 
rest period come. So that sounds like your Saturday. Because I'm a firm believer you have to have those, you know, maybe not a full down day, but at least time where you're just like, chill. Because if you keep a light bulb on for 365 days, it won't stay on. Exactly. So that is your chill day, Saturdays. Yeah, I, I, I work to rest. Right, like people, a lot of people rest so that they can be like ready to go to work. Like, nah, I give every day that I have, every workout that I have, like everything that I have, so that by the time I get home, it's like, man, I am drained. I like, I need to get this rest. I need to get it um, because I don't, I don't want to. Like when you get, for me, when I get into the mindset of like, oh, I need to get this rest. Like that's when I start to sleep in. That's when I start to. Um, Miss morning workouts, uh, and and for me, it's all about discipline, right? Like, I heard this um, a couple of days from one of my my favorite motivational speakers, Aaron Thomas, and he was like, "Man, I woke up one morning and my body was like, go ahead, put your shoes on." He's like, "But my brain was like, ah, lay back down." It's like, "No, man, just put your shoes on. We'll take it from here. As soon as you put your shoes on, you know we got it." And for me, it's like, yeah, like, if I put my shoes on, like, there's no way I'm putting my shoes back in, like, my feet back in the bed. Mm. If I put my shoes on, I'm going to get up, I'm going to get moving. And, like, just this morning, I did it. My roommate and I, we went to, and did, like, a 6 a.m. workout, uh, woke up at 4.45, got up, started reading a little bit, got out the house, and, and crushed it. By the time I got home, I was like, wow, I feel so accomplished already, and people are still hitting the snooze button. <laughs> yes. Okay. Embarrassing. That's usually me. Today it wasn't. Surprisingly, I guess it was just like yeah. connection. Like I was like, you know, Dante's up this morning. We got an interview. I know he's gonna bring it up. <laughs> but no, for real. Like your discipline is very inspiring and motivational. At least to me, it is. I'm like, that's a good way to look at it. Like just get your feet out of bed and. From there, the odds of you just getting back into bed are very slim to yeah. none. So I think I, when it comes to discipline, um, I heard this. I can't remember who said it, but I, I was in Texas at a conference, and the guy said, "If you lose your discipline, you lose your respect." Mm. All right. At the end of the day, like your identity is the habits that you do, the things that you do strung together over the course of your lifespan. And if if you're a shady person over the course of your lifespan, like your self discipline is probably in the in the trash. Mm-hmm. But if people can count on you, depend on you, trust you, um, and you you do the things that you say that you are going to do, your self discipline is it's is on par with who you want it, who you want to be, and what you need it at. And um, if you lose that, then you start to lose people's respect, right? And you start to lose respect for yourself, honestly. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not saying. Do the things that you do for other people. I'm simply saying, love yourself. Love yourself enough to be on time. Love yourself enough to give all the effort that you have. And I don't ever want, I don't ever want to be, I don't ever want to rely on someone else for me to be successful. Mm. Like, oh, like this didn't get done because I was waiting on this person. Like, nah, that's an obstacle. If they're not really helping me, I need to figure out how to get by them in a nice way, but I need to figure out how to get this thing accomplished and completed. And I mean, that's kind of like what I run into like with emails for work. Not to say that people don't do their job. I'm simply saying, I like to get things done faster. Mm-hmm. I want to. 
And if, if it's on my desk, then I need to get it off my desk. Yes. Yeah. Efficiency and discipline. You are the epitome. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like sitting over here. I'm like, okay, Kels, like, where are we going to improve tomorrow? Cause (laughs) this man is getting stuff done. So that's awesome. It's the three things. That is awesome. The three things help so much. The one. Like if you can accomplish, if you can accomplish three things in your day, like, and like just chart that, I mean, for people who are like, oh, man, I didn't get anything done today. Oh, wait. No, it's my it's my niece, right? My niece. I remember she was in, like, fifth grade. And I was like, what would you learn in school today? She's like, I don't know. I'm like, well, that's a horrible answer. Horrible answer. You were there for eight hours, dog. You didn't learn nothing. And it's like, over the course of your day, what are you accomplishing? You're accomplishing so much. You're just not noting it down. Mm-hmm. And so with my three things that I put on my Instagram, it's like, all right, like, sometimes it's like, all right, these are a given, like, I know I'm going to do this, but some of it's like, sometimes it's like a challenge, like read one chapter in three different books. It's like, oh, where am I going to find the time for that? But it's a challenge. And it, I think it sets your day up powerfully when you establish that in the beginning, because it creates intention and Mm -hmm. it says, this is what my intentions are for the day. And, you know, if I get these done, then you kind of just count that day as a win, you know, because yeah. you're doing those things for a reason. I've started to develop a habit of setting my intentions daily when I wake up. And it has changed my mindset throughout the day because I'm so focused yeah, sure. on, okay, am I, am I doing what I intentionally set out to do this morning? When you are subconsciously thinking about it, it's yeah. more natural to make it happen, you know? And I yeah. think that's that's really important. And I think the discipline comes into factor with that, too. And it seems like we just got, like, the triple threat going. You have intentions and discipline and efficiency. Like, three keys, <laughs> three keys to winning the day right there. So I think yeah. that's super, super cool. And... It probably, well, not probably, I know it plays a big part into, like, your healthy lifestyle. So I mm-hmm. kind of want to ask you, what does a healthy lifestyle look like to you? It can be mentally, physically, spiritually, um, all three. Just, like, what yep. does that mean to you when that's said? Uh, just to honestly have all three. Um, every day, I want to make sure that I work out my body, my mind, and my spirit. And... Um, if, if my spirit is out of balance, everything else is going to be out of balance. And so that's the first thing that I got to tackle. And then at the beginning of the day, I want to read, I want to read my word. I want to, you know, like have conversation with God and just kind of set my day up so that it's on a firm foundation. And then um, whether it be physically fit or mentally fit, I just understand that obstacles are going to come. So I have to persevere. And as I persevere, the repetition of perseverance um, continues to like just flow through me. So anything that like I write down affirmations for myself in the morning, I go, you know, like there's nothing that can stop you. Um, like you are powerful, you are courageous. Anything is anything is possible um, through Christ. And for me, like just reminding myself of those truths about who I am, what I can do, it helps me just mentally get sharper. I surround myself with people who are better than me. Um, like, I reached out to a guy on third, last week, last Thursday, and I've never met this guy in my life. I, I'm kind of connected to him. 
through Instagram, through a mutual friend. But I mean, this guy is like doing great, great in life. Like he's got three companies in New York and he's like, he's crushing it. And so I just reached out to him. I was like, hey man, like I would love to like just have a conversation with you, get to know you, talk to you, build a relationship with you. And he's like, absolutely. So we talked on the phone a little bit this week and it's like, in life, you have sober spiritualizes. Um, you have three types of people in your life. You have your Pauls, you have your Silas's, and then you have your Timothy's. And so, if you if you're missing this, Paul um, Paul is someone who teaches you, right? You have your Silas. Silas was always on the journey with Paul, and so he was the person who who was right there with him, a peer, if you will. And then you have your Timothy, and Timothy is the person who learned from Paul. And he, um, he was a disciple. And so you ha- you got to be making sure that you're bringing people along on your journey with you. Um, you're having people that are walking next to you as you're going through life. And then you always have to have people that are where you want to go or uh, accomplishing things that you hope to in your life so that you have a healthy balance. And everyone has different roles in those, in, in those different, um, and they have the different responsibilities in those roles, but for me, uh, I've said it before, I'll say it again, can I lean on you? Can I learn from you? Can I laugh with you? Those are the, those are the people that I need in my life. You might like you might be able to do two out of three, and that's fantastic. That means you're a great person. That just doesn't mean, it, it might not mean you're great for me, mm-hmm. but um, I always want to make sure that I got people who are dependable, who are hilarious, because, I mean, if you got a sense of humor like me, you got to keep finding people around. <laughs> It's just, you gotta sharpen yourself, you know, like right. keep your jokes strong. Right. And then, uh, you know, I just gotta, I gotta be able to like lean on you, laugh with you, and uh, learn from you. Like, I love that. I always wanna be getting better. Yes, I love that. And I think it sets a very high standard for yourself, and it shows people like, this is what I expect for myself, and it kind of guides them and, and instructs them subconsciously on how you expect to be treated. And I kind of want you to touch on holding to your standards. I think you would be a good person to touch on this, just listening to you speak. Um, And how important that is to you, because you sound like you got some, like, like, tough criteria, like, for a friendship. And some people would think that's so harsh. Like, how do you, like, you just need to love everybody and, like, let them in. And, like, talk about that and the importance of holding to a standard and, like, yeah. Unsoften the world for a second because we're a little bit soft. <laughs> I love everybody. I don't think I've ever come across anyone that didn't like just love right out of the gate. Now I got people that um, have hurt me, and so we created like boundaries mm-hmm. for those relationships. But um, just because I forgive you doesn't mean I'm supposed to let you all the way into my life. Yeah. Um, that's that's just not how that goes. But I will say. I don't have tough criteria for my friends, but I, I do, I do keep people around me that make it really hard for me to fail. Mm-hmm. Like it's the hoops that I have to jump through just to like do something dumb. It's like my friends who are to find out about something that's like something dumb that I'm doing. They'd be like, no, what are you like? What are you thinking? Like, why didn't you call me? Like, it's, it's really tough. But um, I will say this. Again, I'm over-spiritualizing everything in this conversation. Um, Jesus walked with 12 disciples, right? He had, he had 
12 apostles. He had countless disciples, like so many people that followed him, crowds of people that gathered around him all the time. However, he had 12. Now, out of those 12, he, he had three that he was around a whole lot. Right, like during the Transfiguration, he had the sons of Zebedee, James and John, and then he also had Peter. And so that shows me that, you know, you can have, you know, crowds of people around you. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. That's not a sin. You can have, you can, you can, you can have a criteria of the people that you want to have in your life. And those are the people who decided to follow Jesus. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But then even in that 12, you can still have a smaller niche of people that are like right there in your business, speaking into your life, seeing like the, the good, the bad, and the ugly mm-hmm. on a consistent basis. And for me, I don't want to let everybody in because everyone's two cents doesn't go to the bill. Yeah, I always want to make sure that the people that have authority to speak into my life, uh, they have that authority. They've earned that right, and I'm. Typically, like it's it's something that I get to do for them as well. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you look at a business, a business has a board of trustees, right? Yeah. Why, like, if you, if you if you're on your grind, why not have a board of trustees as well? People who help you to make huge decisions in your life, to help guide you where you want to go. And I don't think that that's um, some people are going to let you fall to you know the level that you feel comfortable, but some people are going to like lift you up and tell you that you're better than what. Than where you think you're at. Mm-hmm. With a car, you have blind spots. You got a bunch of mirrors on that Joker, but you got blind spots. Mm-hmm. And so my friends are my friends are my mirrors that can like point out the blind spots in my life, and then it's up to me to do something about that. Yeah. Dang. Dang. I was like processing, like as you speak, <laughs> and I'm like, well, shoot, I should have just brought my journal to this meeting because. Man. <laughs> Don't make me feel good about this. Hey, hey, I got to hype people up. But seriously, there's so many good points in that. And I think more people need to have those types of thoughts and standards. And I always preach on longevity mindset. And is this serving you in five years? And is this serving you even in a month? And if it's not, then what's the point? If it's taking yeah. away, then, you know, what's the point of having it around? So, I wish I would have learned that in high school, but... <laughs> oh, my gosh. I wish I would have learned that in third grade. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Okay. Trevor, who's just stealing my crayons. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right? Frank? Yeah. The most that. generic names could come up with on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say, the, um, the, the, one, of the funny, one of the funnest stories I have of uh, me being stupid was <laughs> I always wanted a tattoo, right? And so I I was like begging my mom when I was like 15, 16, like, let me get a tattoo. She's like, no, if you want a tattoo, you're way to your 18, you do it, whatever. I was like, all right, cool. So three days after I turned 18, walk into a tattoo parlor. Guy's like, oh, what do you want? I'm like, savage. The word savage down the back of my arm, bro. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, do you know the font? I'm like, yeah, old English, savage, right tricep, let's go. He's like, okay. He like sat me down, and before he like put the stencil on my arm, he goes, now nah, listen, is this something that you're going to want to seal your arm in seven years? 
I was like, this is a good question, brother. This is a good question. I was like, nah, it's not. Mm. He's like, what's something that's never going to change? I was like, ooh, Dante. My name is never going to change. He shook his head. He put it on a stencil. He tattooed it on my arm. I can tell you right now, I'm 15 years away from that. I wish I never did that. <laughs> that was the dumbest tattoo. Like, I have one tattoo. I'm open one in the tattoo game. And I'm scared to get a second one because I don't want to go down O2 in the series. Oh, my gosh. So you literally have your name tattooed on the back of your arm. Thousand percent. Wow. Thousand percent. That I think Savage would have been better. <laughs> Savage would have been better. And it came back. Like, <laughs> Savage is hot in the streets right now. Oh, yeah. I don't think it will ever go out of style. Yeah. I, there will always be Savages. Well, so people <laughs> listening don't get your name tattooed on the back of yeah. your arm. Uh, yeah. Hey, but live and learn, right? And that's really what our whole journey in life is about is learning consistently and yeah. that I kind of want to know. So, have you always been someone who prioritized their health? Was there a pivot moment in your life where it became super important or what does that look like? Um, I I was always in athletics mm-hmm. and I was always playing sports but um, I never really paid paid close attention to what I ate never paid a close attention to how I trained or giving my body rest it wasn't until when I moved down to Miami I moved here with one of my best friends Zach he moved out and back up to Michigan um, about a year after we moved here and so I was I was here by myself I didn't really have too many friends and so the gym became my, my best friend mm-hmm. And I lived by two two monikers, I guess. Um, make hard work look fun, and um, fear nothing, and attack everything. Mm. And I, I picked those up because I didn't want fitness to be something. I didn't want it to be like a New Year's resolution. I wanted it to be a lifestyle change. And yes. I know nothing against New Year's resolutions. Everyone does them except for me. And <laughs> I think that that's dope. You know, like. This is my year. Good. Well, this is your life. And so mm-hmm. if I'm going to pick up working out, like it's going to be a part of my life. So um, I picked up reading. It's a part of my life. I'm a reader. I'm, I am a gym guy. I, I am these things. And whatever you identify with, your, your, words will, like, your words will go out, and then it's up to your feet to catch up to them. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was probably about five, I mean, it was six years, so about five years ago. And I literally just start going into the gym every day after work. Sometimes I would run like 11 miles on a Friday night because I had no friends and I was a loser and I had nothing else to do. And I'd be like, I'm just going to watch all the basketball games on the treadmill. Why not? And it was, it hurt my feet, but that's what Saturdays are for. And a pound of bacon. <laughs> a pound of bacon? Is that what you said? Yeah, I used to eat um, a whole pound of bacon. Wow. So, <laughs> I, I'm i just confused why you didn't have friends. Like, if I knew someone was eating a pound of bacon, like, it'd be like, yo, <laughs> sign me up. Like, I'm yo, coming over, and I like it medium crispy, and, you know, That's it's fair. just, I'm down. But I gotcha. I put maple syrup on it, too. Oh, yes. Game changer. Not, 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 the, not the Aunt Jemima. I'm talking, like, real... Big maple syrup. Straight from the tree. 
Yeah, fat, basically. <laughs> Isn't it healthier, pure maple syrup, compared to like... Yeah. Yeah. See? Yeah, There's nothing wrong with maple syrup, people. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's awesome. So, did you start to meet friends at the gym from work or whatnot? And then did you just enroll them in, like, working out? Or how did you get into this whole, you want to lead people in workouts? So, I... I, I made friends at church mm-hmm. and, and and in the gym. Like I mean, I mean gym friends are kind of like, hey, how you doing? Don't know your name, but I see you here every day. I'm waving at you. Yep. And um, like church friends were more people who were like, what's going on in your life? Mm-hmm. Let's sit down. Let's talk. Yeah. Instead of us, instead of going to a bar, let's go to a quiet place where they're playing soft music and we can just hang out and vibe. And I was like, this is dope. I love to talk, and um, and so like um, I, I started to work out a lot, and everyone kind of knew about it. And then I was in a I was in a Barry's boot camp class one day, and shout out to Rachel because she was the instructor in the class, and she just like on the microphone was like Dante, talk to me after class. I got big plans for you. And initially, I was like, uh, Am I going to like the principal's office with this or what? Like, did I do something wrong? Um, but then after class, she came to me. She said, hey, we're having auditions. Would you be available to come in and, and audition for an instructor position? And I was like, absolutely. Came through and um, with experience just working out and working your friends out, they um, took, a, took a chance on me, took a shot. And I mean, I've been, I've been having so much fun. I love, I love teaching classes. I love helping people to like, get to their goals and, and do it with joy. And I mean, some, some studios and I'm not trying to knock anybody or, or how they are with their characters, what their personal character is, but I, I try not to like come down on people. I try to just encourage. Mm. It's more about encouraging and, and helping people along because if some people don't do well with, you know, like being knocked down or yelled at, mm-hmm. and I'm not one of those people. My coaches all had to yell at me, and they got the best out of me when they did. But I also saw people on my team who weren't um, really receiving that well, yeah. and it kind of like made them resent people. And again, I'm not not knocking how other people do it. I'm just saying my the, my best practice is to speak to the struggle that you're going through during the workout. Know that I've been there, and know that I, I'm going to get you through to the other side. I like that. I like that. Better together, and I think people relate more when they're like, oh, you've been through this too? Awesome, because this sucks. (laughs) So thanks for the encouragement. Like, I think think that that's a really cool coaching tactic, I guess you want to call it. But like you said, everybody responds differently. I was an athlete. I was a college athlete, and Mm -hmm. I had to have a good balance because at a point you get, we're like, if you yell at me one more time, like, I just I'm don't care. Out. Yeah, I just don't yeah. care anymore. <laughs> but it's a good thing that I'm introvertedly disciplined and, like, that is where I challenge myself and extrovert goals kind of don't really matter as much to me, you know, when you're mm-hmm. motivated inside rather than outside. It yeah. makes a big difference. But yeah. there's, there's a few times in my athletic career where it's like if one more person yells at me like i'm done <laughs> like, i've been there i've been there <laughs> yeah. and i had asthma in high school so i was like yo 
as was playing up oh. Can't do these last See, sprints, I, I like, should have done that. Is this smart? I should have faked my asthma. Man, got me out of so many last sprints. Like that person missed the, the last shot. We got one more down and back. Mm, yeah, about that down and back, coach. My asthma. My ass. I just my lungs are just collapsing. Mm, can't breathe. <laughs> That is too funny. Well, that that is really cool. And how long have you been coaching at this gym for? I've been at Barry's since November of 2018. Okay. And you do that twice so, a day? Um, sometimes. sometimes. So sometimes I'll teach a morning and an evening class. Other times I'll just teach a morning class. But I teach probably five, five to seven classes a week. Okay. And um, it's just... Yeah, like before the sun comes up, and, and as soon as that joker goes down, I'll teach those classes. But if I find if I can, I'll make sure to find time to take classes. Again, I want I want people to see my face in the classes so that they know, you know, this guy literally struggles through this thing with us, and he's a coach here. Yeah. And obviously, with COVID, um, everything's closed, so I've been able to run outside. And I mean, as soon as we finish this. I'm going to go for a run because it's so beautiful. It's probably been so muggy because it's storm today, but it's so beautiful. And, and to run across bridges and to see the mm. bay and to see the ocean. I mean, we can see the ocean. We can't go to the ocean. You know, like the beaches are closed. They got like tape and police. So you can see it, but you can't go. Right. But it's still my But you can still enjoy it. Yeah. Like, I I'm, think I'm that everybody wants to move to Miami right now. <laughs> I mean... I honestly couldn't think of another place that I would want to go through COVID-19. Yeah. Like, this is, it's gorgeous out. Yeah. Take advantage of it while you can, because, yeah, because then you'll be in classes, which, that's a, that's a blessing, too. It's just, like, I appreciate when people find gratitude in moments of chaos, you know? It's, like, a lot of people are taking this hard, and, you know, everything is awful and stuff like that, and... Honestly, Mm -hmm. I've seen it as a personal blessing, and I'm like, I get to slow down. I get to focus on pouring Mm -hmm. into me, so that way when we show back up to our normal lives and it's chaotic and stuff, it's like I've worked on myself, and the transition isn't as hard because I'm like, I'm ready to show up to the world, you know, and interact, and I've bettered myself, and all that type of stuff, and I'm not knocking on people who have struggled through this. I'm not saying I don't relate or sympathize right, because right, right. there's a lot of hard things that are going on right now for people. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's kind of like, which lenses are you wearing? You know, and it's okay to kind of switch lenses, but try to wear the positive ones a little bit more. You know, the prescriptions a little better, yeah. <laughs> a little more yeah. clarity. But, there's yeah. so there's so many blessings wrapped up in this, um, and again, I, the last thing I want to do is distance myself away from people in a way that I can't empathize with what they're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you know, in follow the leader, you need you need a leader to follow you, and mm-hmm. if encouraging people and and being positive through this and, and, and looking for the blessings is being a leader. I would love to be in that role yeah. and, and show people that, man, you know, there's a lot of bad things going on in the world. This this sucks flat out. And I know that I know some people and like in my, in my friend groups, 
feel like one more person says we're in this together. I'm like, I know, <laughs> I know. But really and truly, we are in this together because yeah. this is a moment in, in the world's history where I can't think of another time the entire world has been battling the same enemy since, I don't know, sin was entered into the equation. Yep. Yeah, seriously. So, I mean, we're all, we're all doing this together, but we all, we all got to come out of this better. Yep. I like that. So as we kind of wrap up, I want you to give any tips or advice that you have if someone came to you and were like, hey, I'm trying to create my own healthy lifestyle. What would be something that you tell them to immediately focus on? Focus on who you are. Everyone, everyone, excuse me, everyone wants like a six pack. Girls want like the peach. And and, and people look at other people on Instagram and their friends and and on the internet. And they're like, man, I want that. It's like your body's different. Mm. Your personality is different. Everything about you is different from someone else. Like you are perfectly and uniquely made just the way you are. So figure out who you are, what like what things work for you, and then apply those things. I think for me, uh, I've been able to eat. I'm, I've been able to go through seasons where I eat like trash, but I can still maintain the figure that I want simply because of the high intensity workouts that I do and. It works for me, but it might not work for someone else. Mm-hmm. And so I do everything that I can the way that I know it works for me mm-hmm. because it works for me. I want you to figure out like what works for you yeah. and then attack that like there's no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And get everything you got. You know, like you go you go through trials and, and training so that you're ready for the game. Yes. And you gotta get the reps in. So get your reps in dog. Couldn't have said it better. That's, I'm so glad that you were on. There's so many <laughs> quotes. Like I feel like there's so many little sayings that I could just put on T-shirts. That would be a hot commodity. <laughs> like, like you say something, I'm like, yo, that would look real dope on a periwinkle short sleeve. Like, what's up? But, no, let's go. Give me those royalties, though. <laughs> but, yeah, the royalties, you know. That's why they call me the queen. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. I only call myself that. It's fine. But... <laughs> But I seriously have enjoyed having you on. I'm so glad that the world is connected through technology and we were able to connect and you were able to hop on and just share your wisdom, which really was wisdom with people who are listening. So I can't thank you enough for your time. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for making time, sticking to a schedule and keeping me on because you hit me up the other day like, are we still on? And I was like, yep. You're already in the schedule, dog. Like two months ago, before we scheduled it. <laughs> I scheduled that when I was driving down uh, 14th Avenue. Like, what? Like, yeah. I really feel like that's before. how it goes. And I, uh, I'm going to need you to send your itinerary so I can get an idea. I'll, I'll email it to you right now. Perfect. Perfect. And if anybody wants some daily motivation, I'm going to put his bio hashtag what is it called your at your instagram name wow felt, yeah it's uh felt like a mom it, for know. a second uh what is, what's that thing you put with the <laughs> like oh my gosh mom it's it's, 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 my, it's my handle 
Yes, oh. handle. Thank you. I swear I'm a millennial. My God. Oh my gosh. Wow. Uh, my Instagram is no n o i g. That's i g. Dante. Uh, spelled D O N T E. Um, long story short, I actually I didn't have social media from 2008 until about 2018, mm-hmm. and so I didn't have Facebook, Instagram, MySpace, none of that. And um, everyone would tag me in pictures on Instagram as Noah G Dante. So oh, I just funny. picked it up, and uh, here we are. Well, Some people think are. like my last name is Noig, and it's not. It's Harris. <laughs> Oh, close. It's my. Uh, I'm sure in a translation somewhere, it's how you spell Harris. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Definitely not German. <laughs> but no, I will put it in um, the summary of the episode too. So if people want to follow and get some daily motivation, because I know that's where mm-hmm. I go for daily motivation. So appreciate it. Yeah. Again, thank you so much. Enjoy your run. Enjoy the views of. Miami for us. I will. <laughs> and I will talk to you soon. Will do. Have a good one. Yeah, later. Thanks for tuning in this week. I hope you benefited from something within that podcast. And stay on the lookout for next week's podcast. If you want to connect with me, if you have feedback, if you want to follow me, you can find me on my page, crew, K-R-E-W underscore work, W-E-R-K. Just crew spelled backwards. Go give that Insta page a follow. And there you can find my blog as well, which is chock full of valuable content that I've learned through my journey tips tricks and everything in between hope you guys have a great rest of your day and it's real and empowering